My name is Pumpkin Spice Feezy. Have I said that before? Um, I think you have. Oh, we, we, passed, okay. we passed the, the autumn equinox and you okay. used it already. It was such Fuck a good yeah. one. You're right, you're right, you're right. I don't know why I had it. Give it another okay. try, mate. Okay, give it another try. I am, <laughs> thank you for asking. I am uh, uh, Banded Bati C. There you go. Banded Bati <laughs> Wow, I love it. Um, just, I am... <laughs> oh, fuck, mate. I'm not not <laughs> doing those jobs. <laughs> and you are not okay. HCF. You're not. You're you not. said you're pumpkin spice ten times. This is fake. This is crazy. You can't say that. You what do you mean? Say this I changed. Anymore. That's why I redid it. Okay, yeah. fine. Um, no, Dan. no. <laughs> Come up with one quickly. Um, I'm uh, I'm pumpkin spice nautical <laughs> notion. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> Welcome to episode 143 about having a surprise. Daniel's crazy. Well done, everyone. Um, yeah. See what we're going to do with this little boy. I know. Jesus fucking Christ. He's Gen Z. I'll tell you what. The Gen Z. What a C word. Crazy. Um, wow. Oh. Uh, it's sickening. What's going on? How was the last week, boys? What's cracking? What's news? Uh, Baby what is cracking? Uh, uh, I, I was celebrating my two year anniversary with my partner. So okay. we a, a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what says so, yeah. celebrating love more than air horns? Than air horns, Seriously. exactly. Very exactly. interesting. Two years, you are a married cunt, bro. I know, it's crazy. I know, I know. So there's, there's that. It was good. We, we, we just chilled. We played Nintendo Switch. We bought a Nintendo Switch for the day. So then we Cute. actually just uh, played for oh, the they longest. Took it back? And then... No, no, no. We, we said for the day. As soon as I said that, as soon as I said, I was, I knew someone was going to be like, "Wait, you, you returned it or something?" You didn't yeah. retain no, the switch. <laughs> I bought. We bought it to celebrate the day, ah, but I we see. kept it after and still own the product and have no intention to return. Okay, <laughs> okay. love that. I just other than that. Well, thank um, you for clarifying. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it was someone's birthday uh, in this call. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was. Cool. It was and, uh, oh goodness! Yeah. So you get air horns too. I feel like any uh, life. Yeah, any life. I think I think a birthday warrants air horns more than an anniversary, though. Like, yeah, I was trying to be uh, sort of a little uh, uh, what's the off. word? Incongruous, incongruent about mm. it. Yeah. A little opposite, opposite. Um, so then we went for a meal there, which was lit. It was really good. Where'd you go, sorry? After, I, I, the air horns cut you off. Oh, the air horns. <laughs> oh, we went to, um, is it Chris Ruth's Steakhouse? It's, is that what it's called? Or was Ruth's it? Chris. Yeah. I don't oh. know why. It's very, very interesting. So Ruth is a lady who used to run that shit, and she's a mad dog. Maybe her last name was Chris. Maybe or the business been. partner might be Chris. Anyway, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. That's there you go. We went there. It was incredible. It was so good. But uh, after that, I was ill for a day or two. What? And then, uh, yeah. Because I of got, the food does? No, no, no. Not because of the food. Not because of the food. The food was great. Everything there was amazing. I was feeling a little under the weather. I was feeling a little under the weather when I was coming to the meal anyway. Like 
because I knew as soon as I feel like it feels like my my throat is like I don't know I could feel it in my throat basically like a cold you mean I you could, had a little sniffles <laughs> yeah 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 I could feel it and then I was like I turned to Mel and I was like no nah, I'm, I'm 100% ill like 100% and then after that the day after was like worse I was like written off but it was fine. It was more just like a really sore throat and like just hurt when I swallowed a bit. Pause. And then, and then day after I started getting better and then I went to football and then I was like, after football was hundred percent better. I was like way better. Sweating and then, um, yeah, exactly. Soccer. Sweat out and shit. Fixes everyone. And exactly. And, but now I'm just kind of like, I had like quite an intense cough a couple of days ago. And then yesterday it was getting better. Now today is like, I'm barely coughing. My throat's a bit tickly, but it's like, it's more than fine now. But you can see I'm a bit raspy and a bit congested and that. But other than that, I'm good. Mads is I'm blessed. Good. I'm good. Mads okay. blessed, okay. isn't it? Okay. Love's done. That's, that's, my, that's my week. That's my week. All right. I fuck with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. No. Thank you. Well, I'm glad. Well, well, congrats. Congrats on two years. Um, Thank you. Yep. Very Indeed. dope. Dan's growing up. Thank you. And, Thank um... You. Notion, Mr. Bone Day Boy. Speaking of growing up, jeez, you're old as fuck. Mm, I'm going to call it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call it the Dirty 40s because it's Dirty. Isn't it a Dirty 30s? I don't know, whatever. Just trying Uh, to. I know you got the words. I'm going to be punny with the words you can't. Yeah, so had my 40th on the 8th last week. We went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. It was fucking fire. Had lobster and steak and red wine. All the explanation. What's that? Yes, so when go. the kitchen fire, it's like two seconds. When the kitchen fire destroyed Chris Steakhouse in 1976, Ruth was forced to relocate, but Chris Steakhouse name wasn't allowed to come along. She improvised adding her own name to the sign that made it Ruth's Chris Steakhouse because the name was just Chris Steakhouse. Chris Steakhouse. Which oh, still makes good. no fucking sense. But anyway, sorry, I just wanted to clarify that. A little bit weird. That yeah. little bit weird. It's quite a uh, tongue twister for some kinds. It's like, that's yeah. <laughs> Lots of S's yeah. and shit going on. I have to put the DS on that when you mix it. Um, it's very yeah. hectic. Classy place, joined by some classy company, and all I wanted was a steak and red wine, but then then all of a sudden lobster was on the fucking venue, so I'm just here for it. So it was great. Get classy uh, with uh, the fucking immediate loved ones. And then, honestly, all of last week, I had just shocking sleeps, dude. Surprised I even fucking like pulled it through for the birthday. It was crazy, but weather was shit ass on the birthday. But the dinner was the best, so it was sweet ass. And then, yeah, man, just been, uh, yeah, just just on the Notion MTB YouTube train, just just, make editing new ones, making sure all the episodes are scheduled, making sure everything's coming out consistently. Um, Seeing more spikes in the views, everything's sweet ass as far as the the channel goes. I love it. Love to see it. I haven't. I haven't had much time to make beats this week, which I said last week that I was going to start doing. But honestly, life happens, work happens, things happen, and uh, didn't get to it this week. But yeah, um, overall, fucking sweet as since we saw you last time, since we spoke about this last time. Beautiful. Oh, Um, speaking of content, by the way, do you remember I was saying my Instagram's fucked, yeah? And then when we went through, I went through my account with Tiff, Mm-hmm. And then she, then we noticed that one of my thing has been like flagged, and it was like it, you can appeal the decision or delete the the video. And ever mm-hmm. since I deleted the video, my views have been going way higher. So and now my most recent which one, video? So the the one that was fucking up, or it was yeah. So the one that was fucking me was like it was just like <clears throat> how'd you I, know it was that oh, one by the way? 
uh, when you go on the appeal on your account status on Instagram, it tells you which. Uh, uh, oh, like, you which had a strike. Oh, yeah. So you just deleted that shit and. So I deleted it. And then now I literally posted today and I've got 1,200 views on that one video. So this is the most I've had in. Let me even, like, I can't even see the last time I got above 600. Maybe that's why like, I got. It's been months. Like, oh, oh. That's crazy. Did you delete the archive. Sorry, no. Sure. Oh, delete, it, delete it. Delete it, not archive. Yeah, yeah. So then you could do the same thing then if you've got one in a strike. The, the last time I had above a thousand was September 2022. Right. And now so. I have 1,218 in 12 hours. Seven hours. That's crazy, dude. So it's all uh, back in action. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I hope so. I hope you love so. to see it. You love to see it. Okay, so you could try that, Nish. Yeah, I just had, uh, I was getting about 30,000 views a month on my Instagram and it's gone down to about 1.5 in a matter of like, and all of a sudden it's just shut off. I don't know if it's because I'm swearing in a video maybe because I'm like, I'm reacting to not dying. Like, oh, fucking hell. Like I'm going really fast and I almost crashed when I saved it. And I'm like, maybe you got it. Well, mm-hmm. some Sweet of them are actually, but, but uh, some of them with, are not. Mine? I think maybe. But I haven't got any flags though. That's all. That's what I was. Oh, yeah, with mine, it told me what exactly it was that was flagged. Yeah, okay. So and I it was like that's prom- fucked up, promoting man. gun violence or something because I was playing a video. Oh, because it's a guns. digital. Yeah, that's bullshit. Oh, I remember you like, said digital that. Guns, digital guns. Yeah, but it, at least they told me what it was. So. Yeah. So okay. Sweet ass. But yeah. Nice. Um, and yeah, Probably so birthday was good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, had a good time. Uh, mountain bikes going good. Anything else that's uh, going? I feel like we're all pretty short. I don't even have much to say either. Nah, man. The weather's still in double digits, so I'm fucking keen. As for a walk today, got outside, yeah. got some fucking sun on my head top. Pretty sweet. No complaints. Get it done. Love to see it. Yep. Love to see it. Um, yeah, fucking. I can't even really think. I guess we did last Wednesday was the the born day. That was fun. I had I've had like the last two weeks i did seven podcasts i did three last week and then the week before that i did four so one each of bad habits and going crazy so like for bos you know me i do like one bos and one bad habits that's it so we've been stacking up content which has been great it's a lot but this week no pods except for this i don't have a pod now for another seven days Mm. until this one next week thank fuck wow um i guess be a lot it's uh it's a lot um, mother-in-law came and stayed for the weekend, which was, uh, always really fun. We made, um, some fire ass, uh, we go to like the seafood, like, a like <laughs> she told my Tiff, my girlfriend that, that, uh, it's called a fishmonger. So she loves saying that. So we went to yeah. like a Wait, what, what did you call it? Fish up. Yeah. <laughs> fishmonger. That's what I call it. Yeah. It's just like, it's probably a very proper term, but I don't, I never heard it really in Australia. I've seen it in media, but I don't think people really wow. say it. But uh, so we got some real night. Tiff made this fire fucking it looked ridiculous, pasta. Bro. It, yeah, it looks so like, good. Cooked the big ass fat scallops separately, and it was like a shrimp and bacon pasta with freshly made pasta from like a, another store. And then made, I can't remember the sauce. And then putting the fucking uh, the, the scallops on top. It was so fucking good. And we wow. had mussels. And, uh, it was just phenomenal. Made garlic bread and shit. So that was really nice. Um, and the only other thing today, I got my body, the body appointment I had last week. I did it properly today. <laughs> got the body mm-hmm. all uh, tied up thing. Perfect. Uh, well done. N- you know, went. To, it's pretty funny how quick you can just go 
put to sleep under anesthetic and then be out. I think it was like 15 minutes for me today. It was crazy how quick in and out. And um, You feel groggy afterwards or are you good? Oh, yeah. Fuck, you mash up your whole way. Like, like regular, yeah, like even if you're out for two hours or two minutes, the same shit. I think so, yes, even 15 minutes. I, I wonder if, like, I was thinking, because a, a, a sleep cycle is 90 minutes, so I wondered if that's yeah. got anything to do with it, like, because it's like it puts you to sleep, so it puts you immediately into sleep. So I wonder if you wake up, it's like waking up 15 minutes into a sleep and you're like, mm-hmm. you know? but, but, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, hopefully that that does what it needs to do. So that was fun, not so fun. I don't know, old man shit. Um, and hey, do I have anything else written down? No, that's it. So um look at that nice and quick today straight straight into business so we're gonna a new segment that we're starting today and it was inspired by something that we're working on so some of y'all might remember i don't remember when it was it must have been this year but we've been sort of talking about the sea and notion collab album that we've been wanting to do forever and we started playing we started talking about it here just kind of doing it out in the open um as opposed to sort of you know everyone works on everything quietly you're like you know what try something different and we played beats one time i remember um which was cool <laughs> and then we kind of just let it go just a little quiet personally i don't know about new notion but i haven't felt inspired at all like i've never felt less of an to, to write raps you mean to, to make, make music songs period. yeah make songs rap whatever whatever just make music period all the things that come with it yeah. i don't want to promote it or i don't want to make a video i don't want to do a cover art i don't want to do all the bullshit like i'd lost interest Very completely yeah. for the first time in mm-hmm. since 2002 which is probably recording the first maybe even 2001 if you want to say the very first stuff we recorded um i basically either re- worked on music or recorded or put something out or did a show or a video or something like every single year since this is going to be the first year in 22 years say that i haven't done shit which is uh, mm. interesting. Interesting, yeah, for sure. Um, I know I've just been making beats for people and selling beats and mixing music. I haven't been making any Notion stuff, so I've still been rather immersed in it and still been mastering things and doing the odd jobs here and there. But I haven't been making any Notion specific things at all. So yeah, I'm in wow. the same boat as you, but I'm still it got my fucking toes in the in the pool, you know. Right. Well, I'm completely removed. Exactly. So, so, yeah. Yeah, Do you feel the same? Yes, exactly. I could be right. fucked with notion shit, bro. Like, I okay, would cool, like cool. to. There's a lot of stuff that's actually ready to go, which you know you know about. And like, I don't know. I, I definitely want to put some shit out. I just want to. Like, I feel like the stuff that I've got sitting around is like just a soft fucking EP. That's kind of like not what you come back with. I'll release that after the next one. You know gotcha. what I mean, I gotta, and, and if we're coming back with you know we're, we're doing our joint thing, cool. Then later on, I'll release that other joint because it's got some sick shit in there. I still love them dearly. I heard them like not too long ago. I got goosebumps still. So mm. lets me know it's still hitting. And right. uh, yeah, but otherwise, as far as notion stuff, nah, haven't done anything towards it. I have actually written some bars. I must admit, I've written some bars to Eggward beats, and so Eggward is the producer I did Notion Island with for everyone listening. But yeah, um, I've got a series of. I've got so many beats from from Eric from Eggwood, and um, we've just been kind of picking new ones. So I have done a couple of things, but that is the absolute extent to it. Gotcha. Okay, so a lot more than me. And we've been talking about you know the project and and blah blah blah. Like we've been talking about it for years, to be honest. But yeah. um, we were chatting the other day, and Dan sort of mentioned, and we'd already talked about this. I don't know if we said it on the show, but Dan was like, "I want to be really heavily involved in this one because the crew is tight. So three of us and Tiff really is is the, the the squad. We work on all of the projects. So like that was something we already kind of talked about, but it was kind of it felt like a fresh idea because we hadn't really thought about it or talked about it for a bit. Right. And then 
when Dan said that, I was like, yeah, yeah, that fucking sounds good. And then um, uh, Notion, you mentioned that you listened to one of the Notion Island songs. You were like, oh, shit, and reminded you that, because we don't listen to our own music. I think we've said that. Never, dude. A bunch. It came on random on Spotify, would you believe? Okay, perfect, because it pulls up your own. Oh, yeah, of course, it pulls up your shit. So Because I've clicked on like before, and so it's like play some of your liked. So I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, I let it go on gotcha. random. It's like, damn. Yes. And the bars, okay. the bars are like, oh, that's still good. Yes. Like, wow. And it okay. reminded you that, like, oh, yeah, man, like, I, I can fucking pull my heart out on this song. Yeah. It's really great. So then when you said that, I had an idea, and I was like, okay, so because – it sounds like you're not in the same place as I am as far as like completely uninspired. I've never been less inspired in the whole time. Like I've always done music and I've sort of yeah. thought about it. And this kind of always touches on the topics we keep talking about here. Whereas like I put out, like I think I checked on Spotify, there's like 159 songs. Then there's all the shit on Bandcamp that never went on Spotify, the shit on SoundCloud that never went on there. Um, yeah. different mixtapes and things. Like for me, at, le- at least three to 400 songs at least um that i put out there and i'm like that's a pretty unless you're like drake or something that's a pretty serious amount of songs for an you know undiscovered artist i just kind of felt like i don't want to pollute the i don't know the audio universe with stuff unless it's like really i feel it's really necessary because i feel like i've done a lot people can listen to it all it still holds up from what i can remember so i was like all right when you said that i was like okay here's one way we could all potentially do it like why don't we all go from the beginning, basically the beginning of our music and start listening to it all from the beginning. One, it reminds us where we came from. And two, it uh, shows Dan, because Dan, you only know since you came to Canada in 2020, you know, mm-hmm. like that stuff that was being worked on around you, but you were never involved in it directly, except the videos for all the Relentless songs you were. And yeah. you'd never actually heard the original stuff, like the reason that yeah. we kind of mm-hmm. moved. So I was like, all right, why don't we just do it? And we'll just, you know, slowly work our way through and then make a segment on the podcast where we actually talk about like a TM, like, oh, like, I don't know, well, maybe we'll come up with a better name, but like TMF classic project review or whatever. So I feel like that would be kind of like a nice little uh, way to start nice. off. So I'll share the screen then because I have it up here. We'll get right into that. Boom. All righty. Yes. Classic. Go. Was uh, going where am I? I know. I'm just bringing Dan up. There you are. Wow. I don't know why I didn't kick you in. Wow. I find it. I find it uh, wow. problematic. Quite racist. Think you, Quite racist. Think you done that on purpose? I think you think so, yeah. right? So uh, mm-hmm. this is put up on SoundCloud. So this is like, and this is kind of explaining it to Dan. I said a couple little things, a few sentences on text, but maybe it's a good thing to talk about it. So basically. We don't have to really worry too much about the music we did in like 02 and 03 because it was like whatever. None of it really was released properly or anything. And I don't think it's going to give you any better con- like content. This is when things was probably the best in the earliest mm. phase. I don't think we were ever shit, but I think this music is probably the best. No. One. Anyway, so I connected with this dude, Revelino. At, uh, we worked at a call center together and he was a producer and um rapper but new to rapping and he knew i rapped and was super underground so he was doing his song and it was me him and this dude neek who funnily enough was end up from being from quebec city but lived in melbourne and this was the first time i met him and we did this song called without a doubt which i think in late 02 so i did like it was very just like simple rev was kind of learning how to produce better his cousins this guy named rudy rudy was in a production group with uh um static from player 
uh, rest in peace. So he was working, you know, Rudy ended up going to the States and yep. working with like Nas and Tony Braxton, all this crazy shit, super talented singer and producer. So Rev was his cousin and um, he, they worked with this label called Midnight out, in, out of Melbourne. So basically they, there was this guy, Roger, who owned the labels, his house, he had two studios, like a really nice studio that Rudy worked out of. And it's just like dingy back room that we worked out of. And they had like all the stuff, <laughs> that everything we need. And we, Basically, we're there from the end of 2002 until basically beginning of 2004, like every single day. Like, I'm not, I'm talking birthdays, like, it doesn't matter. We were there, like, working on stuff. When I say working, I mean getting high and doing some stuff. Um, Mm. so basically, we made this mixtape. The, the, the thing we called the group was supposed to be a group, me and him, me and Rev, and it was called Soul District. Um, was just the name because it was Soul. So I learned from Rev about Soul samples and like, how to sort of produce and really i didn't listen to soul music so it blew my fucking mind like i listened to r&b but i never knew like the classic stuff and so he kind of taught me about that and i taught him about maybe structuring verses better and things like his stuff was very like simplistic and he would say the same things over and over i just think he just didn't really get it so we got like a real exchange of information there and um so we started working on this thing and the thing was that i knew that i was going to live uh, in Canada in 2004, they knew that, but it was like, mm-hmm. by the time I left, they were like pissed because we were performing. Like we had a bit of buzz around this thing. It was like, you know, this, this yeah. label, uh, ran club nights and stuff. So they had like, um, they had events that we would perform at. We opened for G unit. We opened for Obi Trice. I think wow. it was, we went to 50 cent uh, show Outlaws, and then G well. unit outlaws. That's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. It was Obi Trice and outlaws. Thank you. Obi um, Trice and outlaws. Yes. Not, not G unit. Um, we saw 50 Cent. We all went to the 50 Cent show where he lost his voice. In but 50 didn't turn up. No, he did. A, he lost uh, his voice. Oh, that's right. And then Fuck, the G in a dude has to yeah, do his yeah. verse because his, his voice was fucked. Poor cunt. So basically we worked, you know, we are going hard. They seemed to like get mad at me that I was leaving. And then they just put Rev on the cover. So it was supposed to be both of us. And then I'm on the back cover or the inside cover or something like that. Um... I don't have it here. I have the CD in Australia, and that's the only thing I was able to get. This own this is the only digital file that exists. So this came out in 2004 when I was away. Uh, Dan, you might have noticed when you listen to it, there's sections where people are doing drops, and like they, he said he messaged me or tried to call my Aussie phone to get me to do it, but I had my Canadian phone on, and I had to keep swapping out the SIM card, so I didn't get to do the drop, which kind of would be silly because it's supposed to be my project anyway. What's so uh, a what's yeah. drop? A drop is like, hey, was good. This is Seek all the way coming in from Toronto. Oh, You're listening to Soul okay. District mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was listening to so- like a radio like, team. Man, yeah, mm-hmm. Next Man was saying that. I was like, okay. Because yes. that made it seem like it was a project with more than just you. And they turned it Rev. into a group. Yeah, they turned that's it into what, like yeah, a, a crew what, yeah. as opposed to me and him. Like yeah, me and him yeah, were supposed yeah, to be yeah. like a duo called Soul District. And then they turned it into like a, a group thing, which in like at the time I was fucking furious with that how but i knew mm-hmm. I, what could i do i was pretty happy living in canada i'm like well i told y'all motherfuckers like because i felt like they couldn't promote it if they put me on the cover i'm like where is this guy so i was a little mm-hmm. bit vexed about that whole thing but either way um i know there's some like lawsuit situation and shit going on with between revelino and the label i don't know what happened it had nothing to do with me because i was never signed i never signed shit with them i was just participating in this project so they didn't really do anything for me or like help any me with music as such so five years ago it looks like yeah which would have because it just turns 20 next year and uh i guess five years ago yeah which kind of wild right so five years ago i must have put up the 
I think I just like, you know what? Fuck, I'm just going to put it on SoundCloud because I like it's super low key. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong mm-hmm. with having this up here. I mean, like, if I if there was a problem, they would have taken oh, it down. Would have worked. They would have been taken yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. So um, basically, what they decided to do in the end, they kind of made it it's a mixtape and they printed up a bunch and gave them out for free. They didn't sell it. So that's why there's mentions of it being yeah. free on the project. So mm-hmm. basically, they had and a lot of these songs with a lot of the free the the the, the guests like I had some things to do with and didn't have things to do with some of the other ones. Um, so some of this I was hearing for the first time when I'm over there because they didn't really keep in touch. And I think obviously it's 2004. It wasn't as easy to keep in touch because it would have been via email, and that's kind of it's like fucking MySpace days, wasn't it? I think it's pre-MySpace. It's 2004. Pre-MySpace. Oh, that's true. So I don't even know what... how old we are, Dan. Mm. Yeah, is... that's that's pretty it's mm. pretty old. Mm. I guess you were six when this dropped. When I was listening to Notion Safe and he kept on shouting out his MySpace, mm-hmm. I went on MySpace.com just to see what it looks like, and it's like, what is going on? It's it's so poorly ran that website. It's chaotic. I'd, it's no, just chaotic. Everything's everything's on. everywhere. Yeah. Like it's literally like like a random person is just studying like or just trying to make a website randomly. And he's just putting everything everywhere. It's Correct. so weird. Man. And you can customize it, you can make it all glittery and weird and crazy shit like people did. It was it was pretty so wild. Oh weird. Weird man, yeah. MySpace. It was definitely a weird, weird place. So this was yeah, pre MySpace. So I didn't even know this never existed online, but it got a little buzz in the area because it was a whole bunch of people. It's probably for the better of the project to turn it into this so that mm-hmm. more people would promote it. So like yeah. looking through, like even track two here with Ad- Adverse as a friend of ours, he's actually like an A&R for a label. And funnily enough, when this, when I put this up and I tagged him, he was like, fuck, I was just telling someone last week that there's no proof ever online that I rapped and then you go and message me here. <laughs> um, so he was pissed because apparently he's like serious in the that music industry and no crazy. one uses Okay. So like that I wasn't rap, there for that song, but that one slapped. I wrote a little thing after, but anyway, that was cool. Uh, these Africa Killer Queens chicks, I met them, I think before we left, but I wasn't there for this song and Vita Sunshine. That shit was wild. Yeah. Do you remember that and the girl that, spat on me or something? Do you remember she that? Spat on you? Yeah, or something. Because I don't remember how. Towards I didn't even do you? anything. Either towards me or on me or something crazy. Like she just sat a while and out. I didn't even do nothing from memory. Like <laughs> I, I think there, wow. everyone who was there was, was just that like, studio at Rogers. No, it was in a car. We were taking them somewhere or Damn. dropping someone off or something. Anyway, it was what? Weird. That's crazy. Um, that is. She spat on me. Yeah. Oh, wow. A little hectic. I don't know if. if Sorry, I don't know. That was kind Spitting of. Spitting is ultimate disrespect. I don't even talk to me about that shit. Yeah, it's pretty. It was. It was pretty hectic. That's what I'm saying. I didn't do anything. I don't know what the fuck. I think everyone was surprised because I didn't do anything. Like I was just a kid. I was pretty shy back then. Like I didn't really, you know, I was like cool with my people. But if there were newer people, I was a little more reserved and stuff. So mm. anyway, um, anyway, so this project, I can just run through some of the stuff. But this project, like I, I learned a lot about like, and and I was telling Dan that like the way that we were rapping here, this was around the. Jay Z, we did it all of it in basically 03. So this was when, like, um, what's the song called? Um, Beyonce and Jay Z. What's this big song? Crazy, oh crazy and crazy love. So, like, Jay Z, like, yeah, you know, like, he's like, uh oh, and all the, yup, and all those fucking ad libs. It was that time when those things were popular. So, like, my shit was more like like monot- monotone and just like straight rapping bars, bars, bars. And then they would teach me, no, 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 change the flow up a bit and do some sing-songy shit and, and be these ad-libs. More. Yeah. Mm. So you notice a bunch of that. It's very like time-stamped for the, for the era. So like 
Uh, they brought in our friend GMC, who I think I was the first person to meet him in the scene. He's still around, but yeah, they got him to uh, host it, which was cool. Um, unfun fact about that one, he says No Sean Baby in the beginning of that because No Sean was supposed to be on that song, and then they didn't put song. him... You were on that song, but you should have been... I they, they, that song, and I introduced... Yeah. I brought G to the studio that day, like hooked it all up, you know? And then they fronted. Sure right, that song, he was yeah. on it. And then yeah. they cut me off the actual song for some Cause reason. Because I wasn't there to fight for it. And I think because you were just like, I was already like the up and comer one. So then if you were my younger brother, you were kind of like, oh, we shouldn't even. I think that's where they were coming from. Um, doesn't make it right. The first, was, the first fight. I wasn't a right, right. It wasn't an ethical choice by them. But like the verse was as good, if not better than GMC's. But they just took it off. Yeah, that which is crazy. Not not super cool. Um, so I was kind really? of in, like, once again, I got a, I'm just being honest about this whole project because I don't know. All the people who are on it, I'm never going to watch this anyway. But um, yeah. also, they could hear it, and it's fine, because it's just facts. But um, mm -hmm. uh, So this lady, Empress Camille, she's actually Jamaican. She was like the first real Jamaican I ever met. She was from Sydney, and she came down for a, a while, and she did a bunch of songs with us. And now she's like on like some TV show in Jamaica. Like She's like hosting, really? I think. Oh. She's like, yeah, she does well. Um, I think I had a pretty Great. big crush on her back in the day. Sure. She, was, she was hot. Um, and yeah. she had a cool-ass voice, and she was just cool, just such like a hippie Jamaican type. And she was dope so uh, we did a bunch of stuff on that um christian alexander on uh, on this track nine here he was like a kind of like had like a you know what no you got fucked is how i got fucked so christian was signed to like a major label and revelino produced a bunch of songs for him for his debut album and he was in perth christian's from perth um and don't think I ever met him in person or I did like one time or something like that. I've never been to Perth, but he must have came out. And they took the song called, they took one of our songs. I think it was um, On My Mind, number track eight. They took that song, eight, yeah. they took the beat and he did a whole new song over it. But then me and Revelina recorded verses for, for it, for his album. And they took mm. my verse off and kept Rev's verse. So I was pretty pissed about that because that would have been a first major label type of thing this is a fuckery that people talk about though eh? when they talk yeah. about the music industry like mm -hmm. because this label that we were doing it with they'd had like major chart success there was an r&b group called cdb i think it was like create dream believe it stood for it was like these four guys nice. um and they did like you know pretty dope r&b but like they were like charting and maybe even like number one like big big records so they were they had like platinum plucks in this in the studio and stuff so like for us it was like oh man this is pretty it's pretty sick to be working with them. For me, I was that's why I was like playing it back because they didn't sign me. I was just some guy hanging around who was just friends with their dude, you know. Um, mm. Yeah, so I got fucked too. On uh, track ten, I get off the floor. I played the guitar and the bass on that one. So Rev was kind of like telling me what he wanted because I could play guitar. That's right. Like, I played guitar yeah, and bass. Right. That was pretty cool. To be actually got to do that. Um, and <laughs> what else we got here? Uh, trying to see if there's any any songs. Uh, Tommy Gunn's interlude is one of the greatest songs of all time. One of the greatest, like in like one verse things you'll hear. It's yeah, unbelievable. It's... If you want to like personify Aussie rap and actually someone that's good that has a natural Aussie accent, that is probably one of the best choices you could ever give someone. Yeah, he's he's great. That's why he's he was end up so bogan. So, so bogan. I don't know if it's bogan. It's just insanely Aussie, like insanely so Australian. <laughs> Like, because he's talking Bogan like cricket references. Rough. Yeah, yeah he, he has like intellectual references. He's a smart rapper. He's a smart dude, period. But like, he doesn't have a cost of, yeah, nah, here you go, Bogan sort of thing. He speaks very Aussie, yes, but I don't think Bogan mm -hmm. is the right term because he's not being dumb with how he speaks. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. um, so it's funny because even like, 
there was a whole thing back in the day about the way that we rap. So Tommy rapped in the very, yeah. very Australian speaking voice way, and we never did that. And there was yeah. a very small scene of people that did that. And like, say, Adverse, we are talking before, the dude who, who didn't want uh, anyone to know he was still rapping. Um, he... Oh, wait, he would like have to, he would explain some of Tommy's lines to me. He's like, look, it's, it's really well done, but it's so fucking Aussie, bro. Cause he hated all that stuff in his crew. <laughs> I knew him because he was in a crew called Battletown and they were, they were the first people to help us up. That's where Weapon X is from, Dan, that we, we were talking about the other day. Oh. Was from this other crew. So, um, I might have to just move me so we can see some stuff there here. And then, oops, here we go. I keep using that on the wrong one. And then basically, um, if there's any other real song to be talking about there, there was like these songs here. If, if I can, there you go. Slipping with Vida. Yeah, I wasn't there for that cool. either. Um, that was cool. See that and, then and then Waiting was like one of the sort of more like classics, like the great. Waiting and Waiting Part 2. They were like their real, like kind of more. That's Waiting Forever was the better one, right? Waiting Forever was the no. better one. Correct. Well, I no, mean, you're 100% right. And music. Um, those two, those ones at the end, they were very much like, they dictated them. You could probably hear that down that they dictated the music that we very, yeah, very much continued in that path, I guess. And at the time, okay. just for context, this is when we, mm -hmm. we were listening to Kanye in like, Oh, two, we were listening to the leaks of college dropout. We were listening to all and through all of this time. So Oh, two and Oh, three, like college dropout came out the day I left and, and went to Hawaii on the way to go into live in Canada. And um, uh, so we were listening to all the Kanye things. So we we're trying to rap a bit like him. We we're trying to make the beats like him. The song track 18, Always There, that was a dip set one. We also, Diplomatic that's Community right. came out when we were making it. Mm. So that's where we were doing that. And all the fucking like. The Joel's stuff. I did that, the Joel's uh, sort of things on my mixtapes too. Like it's, it's yes. crazy. But this was the beginning of all of that. So yes, we yeah, kept doing all of that, but this was the beginning. So yeah. um, basically, that's sort of the main stuff I could think of as far as stories for it. What was your, from someone, Dan, who'd sort of seen our old shit, or new stuff, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, and then yeah. hearing this, what were your thoughts on like like the project? And you don't have to like be just honest. You don't have to say it's good because it's yeah, us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was it was sick. I'm not gonna lie, it was sick. It was stuff which I hadn't heard in a long time, especially with the R and B mix with the rap. Okay. Because a lot of time now you don't get um, you don't get really intense rap beats with R and B singers on it. Mm -hmm. So, like for example, Becca, she would be singing on like super like super soulful like super soulful voice, sorry. But then it'll be like proper intense rap instrumental. I haven't heard a song like that. Since mm -hmm. there's a song with gigs, uh, I think uh, the female artist is, I think her name's Shola Amma, but she's like Hold singing her, her heart out. She's just singing her heart out, but it's like a proper grime instrumental. And it's like, it's sick for, for the time period, it was sick. Mm. Right now you don't really see that. It sounds very old when you, when people do that, but it, it is sick to see. Um, in general, yeah, the project was sick. I could tell um, you guys will uh, see is very inspired by Eminem in the way he raps on this. You think so, eh? I see a lot of Eminem in this. That's crazy. Mm. How a so? Lot. More in, in the way of, I'd have to play you a song. I'd have to play you a song to, to be able to compare. Mm. But it's more like the delivery of some of the lines. And it's mainly the delivery. It's not new Eminem, but it's like old Eminem. That was Eminem. what so, I was listening to at that was, the time. That was good Eminem, 03 Eminem. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like remind me a lot of that, 
Ooh, and uh, yeah, I could, you could see a lot of clear influences, but like, yeah, obviously the project like is good. It defo sounds it's dated, right? Dated, yes, yeah. it defo sounds dated. That's the thing. And Tommy Guns is so Australian, it's so funny. Yeah, I think his song is so good, but it's <laughs> he's a genius, so Australian, <laughs> so Aussie. But no, overall, it was good, man. It was good. It didn't feel like 20 projects when I was listening to it. No, it, it, the the songs like and like I said, twenty songs, which is a lot, but they're all like a lot of them are short. Like there's a lot of songs yeah. that were just like even the Brown Sugar that me and Camille did was like a verse and a hook. I think my verse is twelve bars, and then she did a little hook. So the thing goes for like less mm. than a minute, probably. Mm. Um, a lot of you know Tommy Guns maybe a minute or so. Like yeah, a lot of these like yeah, a lot yeah, of these yeah. tracks are pretty short. So it was supposed to be kind of just like that. But did you see the do you see the Kanye in it, and do you see this as maybe? I would say that this is the strongest foundation of what we do today. I would say that's yeah, a fair no, thing I, to I say. Could, I could definitely see the yay, but I do honestly see more M than yay on this. So in I the in the, the rapping as a in the, in the rapping and the delivery and the bars, like that's what I mainly saw when I was listening. Hmm. I was like, okay, this this is really very hmm. similar to O three Eminem for sure. Hmm. But uh, I could definitely see the yay influence as well. Okay, and uh, but yeah, like. Yeah, overall, it's a good project. Definitely, yeah. But my only main criticism is like it definitely sounds dated. Yeah, and a lot of these random other rappers that are on it, yeah, they're they're fine as well. They're fine. Yeah, really, like yeah. I feel like there were all. I mean, aside from Adverse, is he's Adverse is a very dope MC in my opinion. But like, there was no other. You know what? There wasn't even that many other rappers. Now I'm looking at it. It was literally just mm. minimal features. Yes, mainly just you and Shit. fucking Rev. Yeah, you're right, and Gunny. Yeah, Adverse that's it. And the rest of singers. It's all singles. It's all yeah, single so it's, bit. I guess Revelino maybe you do because he's on most of the songs too. I think I was on twelve mm-hmm. of the twenty songs, if I remember correctly, without counting. Okay. Uh, and Rev must have been something similar to that, probably yeah. but between it's us all. Because okay. there's a few, even just me and Camille, a couple of them here. Like music is me and her, and so is the Good other tune. one, the branch. So anyway, it's a cool, cool project that kind of uh, gives you an idea. I'm going to leave a link to this to the SoundCloud in the description of the uh, episode so y'all can check it out so this is what we're going to do kind of like each week go through a different project um and uh next week will be notions first mixtape called it's my turn Um, so we're going to kind of like alternate we'll probably go no it's not embarrassing at all i think we're going to go like it'd be alternating definitely not embarrassing no it's not embarrassing i think we're going to do it in chronological order actually so then the next one is is Notion is my turn as well. And that's like Notion's first thing. And we can explain sort of the way that looks. So at the time as well, TMF didn't exist in 2004. Um, that didn't start till like 08. Um, so Notion's first project and my first sort of mixtape in a different group was also not TMF. Um, and the Notion was there for most of this stuff. Like he come through the studio a lot, but he wasn't like involved in it. And just like I wasn't involved in his mixtape. I was a little bit, but not probably more than he was Notion was in Soul District. But it was like the very early days and getting to work together and stuff. We were all doing stuff, obviously, but like course, he was yeah. Notion, you were learning how the fuck to rap. I was, I was, I was looking at, at uh, Rev how to chop up beats. I was asking him a million questions. I was writing down notes. I was playing with the NPC. And then you know you showed me how to uh, structure verses anyway. So then, but also you you would teach me on the go because I was sometimes I was doing twenty fours instead of sixteens, and you'd have to show me how to do eight bar hooks count instead of four and, and like count bars properly and make sure you're getting it right. So that's what. So I was watching 
Rev pick the soul samples with the records while we were digging together. Mm-hmm. And then I'd actually help be like, oh, sometimes we're like that, I'm like that bit. He's like, yeah. And then we'd have a, but yeah, he showed me what to pick, how to pick stuff. And I, I learned that just from, yeah, repetition. And then it was a, I was loving being the fly on the wall, dude. Cause like I got to see, you know, from sample selection to chopping it up to figuring out a hook, doing doo doo da da's and fucking speaking like a baby to get the pattern right and then making lyrics fit. And then you showing me how to fix it. Dude, it was, it was learning. It was like fucking make a song 101 start to finish. Hmm. And then we'd go into the other studio where Rudy was and you'd learn how to mix and master a little bit. And that was like, dude, I was every, I had my finger in every pie in that process. I saw it all. And yeah, good pause. And um, that was so sick, dude. Fundamental to all the shit that I do now. Mm. So good. Just being amongst it was amazing. So yeah, I I loved it, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun to kind of go back and and, uh, and listen to this stuff. Like I I said, we don't listen to this stuff Ever, I don't listen to my music. No. I don't want to hear it. You make it and you hear it a million times. I don't want to fucking hear it. Like, yeah, it's too much. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. This is fun. So I feel like we're gonna basically rock this every week. For we've got a lot of projects, so we're gonna keep going through them all, and we'll put all the the links in the description. Just do one per <laughs> week, so that we can actually yeah. get into this much detail. Uh, and it's good as well to get your feedback on everything, Dan. Just get your honest thoughts on stuff because it's like like it's so far removed as well because it was so long ago it's like it's even for us it's like it, does, it feels like you're looking back at some at, at you watching ourselves do it type of thing like you feel mm-hmm. a bit disconnected because it was so fucking long ago but yeah um <laughs> beautiful Alrighty. so we've got a bunch of little things to to go through here we can just uh see if we can get to the tier list at the end um so it looks like Drake and Cole today announced that they are continuing the It's All a Blur tour with those two as the co-headliners, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty sick. They haven't announced cities, though. Is that correct? No, they've announced cities. They have, oh, they did? Yeah, let me go on the website. I've got it here, actually. Okay, yeah, pull it uh, up. Because it's, it's all you said it's all the states, right? All the states. So Denver, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, Tampa, Nashville, St. Louis. Uh, let me see who else. Uh, Are they in North Carolina? Mm, no. No. Oh, Nashville, like uh, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Cleveland, Buffalo, New York. No, Buffalo? Kansas. Oh, we might go to Buffalo. Yeah. We could go to Buffalo, yeah. When's that? That's Feb 27th. Mm-hmm. It's past? Oh, okay. It's, my, uh, it's just past my birthday. Yeah, we might be dipping though. Depends what happens. Ka- okay. Kansas City, Memphis, Lexington, Elmont, State College, God, Sunrise. Yeah, Birmingham. They're doing bad shit. Damn. But the, the last four I just said don't have coal in it. It's just. Oh, drink. okay. Okay. So just keeping it moving with that. So that's yeah, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Love to see it. Sick. Um. Okay. Gonna look into Buffalo. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Actually, it'll also come uh, you have to know on now. Seventeenth. If I got my way, though, I we would be we'd be almost in Florida by that point. So I don't know mm. if that's gonna that's if all goes to plan. We haven't locked anything in yet. So okay, we shall see. Um, mm-hmm. Something else pretty funny that happened that's worth talking about. We won't go into it because I guess we keep talking about it. But basically, Lil Yachty said that rap is in a terrible <laughs> place right now. When he's saying that, yeah. And people were like, the, my favorite comment was someone. This is someone said this is aggressively ironic. <laughs> aggressively, and aggressively like, is rude. I'm trying to find that. It. I, I, it's rude, but 
pretty in alignment with and all the comments were basically saying the same thing and yadi was even tweeting about it like kind of complaining that people were saying this shit um so i'm fine i should have had it brought up i'm sorry i just wanted to hear it oh hip-hop is in a terrible place it's a it's a lot of quick low quality music being put out um the state of hip-hop right now is a lot of imitations a lot of quick low quality music being put out it's a lot less risk-taking it's a lot less originality and he was on uh, he got interviewed by rolling stone that's why so everyone's like that's what you're doing but i guess technically he did some pretty original shit and took risks with that last project so yeah there were people standing up for him there were people shitting on him um I, it's just it's just funny overall he's all right mate he's like I'm not I think if you're gonna if you're gonna put him big... in the rap category then yeah he's not the best rapper but in no, his no. own category he's good so that's and, a fair uh, fucking point that's a fair point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah that's a good point we did have and that discussion he, last week so defo yeah, doesn't uh copy shit and he's very original to shit he does so that's right. all you can ask for that's really isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, mm, exactly. Yeah, and he seems cool. So I mean, that's what I've ever done. I definitely have a beer with the gun. I wouldn't do a song with him, but yeah, actually, yeah, yeah maybe uh, you could probably. Maybe you know could what? Squeeze out some talent out of that, can't you? Be like, you know, you know what? Can we? Do try it's interesting. This? We're just talking about Soul District, right? That uh, Empress Camille, the singer, the Jamaican singer. When basically the Roger, the dude who was bringing, he was like, "Yo," he would show us people and be like, "Yo, what do you guys think of these cunts? Who wants to bring him down to work with us?" And mm. I would be allowed, I would, they would take my opinion on this. And I remember hearing Camille and I was like, ah, oh, I didn't like the songs that she was releasing. Like they weren't great. Um, she seemed to have a cool voice and she looked cool. So I was like, look, I don't want love in this music, but she seems cool. So maybe we could, we could do something there. And then she came down and then she got in the hour vibe. So anyone that came to work with us, we got them on our vibe. And yeah, then cool. they produced much better results than their previous stuff and i've always tried to rock with that like if you work with somebody and you can bring them enough into your world and like get them to like try and do you know listen to some feedback and be like yo why don't we try doing this and blah 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 like you can get a pretty good result out of damn near anybody if you're able to do that i found that happens with us all the time there's been a bunch of cats we've worked that's only one i can think of i know it wasn't the first that wasn't the last time that that happened there's a bunch of people that were brought around or whatever wanted to rock and i was like oh, i don't know and then you rock with them and if you can work together and and do everything like that then it's uh it can be pretty sick so i think it, I with that's being said mm-hmm, could, mm-hmm. could turn things around for the old uh the old boat um <laughs> all right the so there was that boat. now jack harlow is back in business after the jackman album uh he dropped a new single a new video i forgot what it was called did anyone uh oh jack harlow it had loving it, me there you go and it was uh well it's got the um wow. what's the, the yolo baseline <laughs> oh motto uh the motto, the motto. yeah thank you um a big rip off. We talked about that on Textiles. Yeah. So I mean, there's that, but nothing's or everyone's just sampling everybody. I was annoyed, and it was like, it was interesting because it's like he's going back to his lot, the album before last, on these more poppier type of dancey songs after just doing that grimier shit, which actually makes complete sense. You'd come back, show the rapidy rap dudes, you're like, yo, bitch, I do this, and then be like, all right, back to making money from the clubs. So yeah, I think that's completely fair. I I didn't enjoy. I watched it, but kind of like I was doing something else, and I didn't really realize that Tiff was watching a video. Yeah. I couldn't see the screen. I was like, "Oh, okay," and I didn't. I wasn't inspired enough to go and watch the full thing. Like it's 
Not really. I've watched it. It's not for me. Yeah, not for you either. Not, okay. Not for me. It's not. It's not. It's a pop song. You know. It's like first class. Yeah, it's not that's for true. Me. It's like it's whatever. You know. I, I, I'm not mad at it, but it's not something I would download personally. Okay, but it does make sense for his brand to be going back to that. I guess as much as it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, man, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah, it makes sense for him to do it. So yeah, more power to him. Maybe like that's just the first single, and maybe the rest of it is less poppy or whatever. What is he releasing an album? My guess is if he's putting out a single, I imagine that's because he had an album and he's, he's trying to work on that. But they didn't say, so okay, uh, okay. I guess I guess he'll probably announce it because like, a lot of time people put out a single and just not even say. Then like you know, three months later, they're like album coming Friday, whatever. Okay. So on the flip side of that, uh, our friend uh, Mike Shasta, Mike who used to be part of TMF, a rapper in Melbourne, uh, keeps sending videos of Chris. Um, it's Chris Rivers, right? Like pun son. Yeah. And um, he's just insane. It's like the complete rapidity, rapidity raps, but it's so like, it's just, imp- it's so good that it's so much in like J. Cole was saying, like the different track and field, like the sprinter lane. It's just rapidity raps, like Machine rapid gun fire tank. shit, like fucking multis on multis and stuff. It's it's just very impressive. Um, and he's just rapping over everything in the end. Um, I really like Dan, if you see the, I like his uh, captions. I don't know if we can do captions like that. Yeah. Stuff. I, I like those captions. They're cool for like the fast know. videos because they're almost like fiery little font or something. Let cool me put effects. it out now. You know what I noticed? Yeah. What'd you notice? The beats that he's rapping over, like the industry classic beats that, you know, he's manipulating them. Sometimes he's slowing them down. Sometimes he's like, you know, EQing them like different. He's like, there's, they're not all verbatim like think that he's changed them a little bit. A lot of them slowed down. I have a guess then. Um, is that if he does that, he gets past any of the copyright the claims. robots. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that's actually the best way to do it is to whatever it is, speed so it up, slow always, it down. So it's original audio when it comes up on Instagram and et cetera, because he's probably just manipulated the beat in yeah. his program, laced his shit to it, and then he's done that video performance and it's good to go. So Because yeah. his face is like is 95 percent in front of the fucking and it's always covered fuzzy. by the microphone too which is like, yeah. with the windsock on it so it's extra fluffy you can't see shit so he no probably way. does everything in one take so it takes two seconds is that the fucking freestyle 60 something or whatever it is yeah i don't maybe know what uh, maybe lower. Sure. freestyle There's, 025 is the last one i sent oh, there so. oh because it was pun's birthday yeah. um but he's been yeah, fucking subtitles are uh there are a lot but like it's. Uh, I think it's possible, but I don't think we we need that. Do you think we need it? <laughs> I don't think we need that. No. I love it. I like no, seeing it. That. No, it's cool. It's cool. I think the rap some of them cool are phenomenal, well. but other ones are very fast and like they it's go not, over the head. So it's, it's not exactly as entertaining and, and smooth. And as yeah, it's, it's not. It's not for me that his. Yeah. his obviously, he's talented, but it's not. It's well, there's no auto tune, so that's why you don't like rap. it. Real rap, he's just no he's doing the m&m there. Someone, I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's talented, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, fair. Like, it's not my thing. I understand. I'm not mad. You're just upset. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Well, since you want to don't want to talk about real rap, let's talk about the Grammys. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. So the Grammy nominations uh, dropped for the 2024 Grammys in uh, February. Mm, 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 mm. Um, And here are, okay, record. Let's just go through some of the stuff we care about. 
Okay. Record of the year. That's a song of the year, isn't it? Really? That's a song of the year. Yeah. I don't think we. Can I was talk confused about by some of the nominees for some of the categories because I saw some of the rap and R and B overlapping, and I'm like, this isn't R and B whatsoever. Interesting. I didn't even look at this, so that's interesting. Okay. It was weird. I saw some weird over- unless I was reading it wrong, but like I saw some weird overlapping shit. Hmm. Okay. So let's let's see if we can get to that. So ba- I didn't really care to read out the song of the year, album of the year. Yeah, who do we care about? Uh, nobody. It's like Miley Cyrus, fucking nah, Boy Genius. Never heard of him. Nah. Uh, Lana Del Rey, Janelle Monae. Interesting. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Everyone talks Just about. Oh, SZA. Okay, SZA. SZA. Hope SZA wins. Taylor Swift. Blah, blah blah. Now, song of the year. So I don't know what the difference with oh the songwriter award, whereas like record of the year is like the artist. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. So song of the year. Oh. Lana Del Rey, Taylor Swift, same same people, Dua Lipa, Miley Cyrus, Scissor, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool, whatever. Uh, cool, best cool, new cool. artist, uh, Gracie Abrams, Fred again, I Spice, Jelly Roll, Coco Jones, Noah Kahan, Victoria Monet, The War Entry, I know three uh, of them. Um, give it to I Spice. Let's call it Fred again. So apparently, you know who that is? I've never heard of him. I know yeah, Fred he's again. Like, um, he's a oh, producer, yeah, really DJ. Cool. Okay. On YouTube. So I Spice apparently got nominated for four Grammys and all the like all the heads like us are just like a fucking serious like Yeah, added, she's hard. Yeah. She's super I'm horrible. not surprised that she got nominated. I'm really not. No. No, um, not at all. For four Grammys though? Yeah, like, she's it's so supposed po- to have she's excellence. So popular. Yeah, but like, like it popular makes complete sense to me. I don't know if pop isn't Grammy supposed to award excellence, not popularity? Yeah. Mm, you know I, mean? I think I don't think well maybe that's maybe, maybe what not. it was built for but mm. like it's definitely not the case anyway like because if, if it was the case then a lot of the best rappers of all time would have way more Grammys that's a good fucking point because Nas only got his first one last year I think or this year there you go when people say Nas is the GOAT so interesting okay so yeah. uh, anyway I think it's fair whatever uh, producer of the year, non-classical. So I guess that just means like normal, you know, normal shit, like pop music. So this fucking guy did Taylor Swift stuff. Someone did Hip Victoria Monet stuff. Hip Boy, who's done a lot of shit. Um, Metro Boomin also done Metro. a lot of shit. And someone else who, oh, someone looks like they're doing Olivia Rodrigo stuff. So it's all the same oh, okay, okay. hand, like parts of people, same like Ooh. batches of people doing the same. I don't know how much we even care about this. Songwriter of the year songwriter so then there's people probably writing all the same shit from the same motherfuckers mm-hmm. i don't even give a fuck let's be honest no, I found that, I found that. uh pop and dance no one no, cares skip, about skip, that skip 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 rock metal alternative r&b rap and spoken word spoken word okay so best okay, what we got? r&b performance is someone too hot from chris brown uh, Back to okay. Love from Robert Glasgow with Sir and Alex Isley. Uh, Coco Jones, I see you. Huh? That that would be tight. I like Robert yes. Glasgow. Mm, so. He's probably good. Victoria Monet, How to Make You Feel, and Kill Bill by Scissor. <clears throat> so Scissor is cleaning up. She's cleaning up, man. That yeah. song's a banger. So hang on. That was best R&B performance. Now best traditional R&B performance. So now there's... Okay. okay. So that's more like the bangers. This is probably the softer stuff. Um, Babyface with Coco Jones, Simple. Kenyon Dixon, Lucky, Victoria Monet with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Interesting. Uh, Hollywood, oh. PJ Morton featuring Susan Carroll, Good Morning, and Scissor Love Language. That's my jam. I hope that one wins. Mm, mm, mm. 
now best R&B song. These are all so negligible, eh? Like these fucking categories are so basically the same Which shit. Is so, yeah, so funny. Fucking hell. And oh, this is probably, right. oh, this is a songwriter's one. That's probably why, but okay, sure. Okay. Uh, Angel from Haley, from Haley, like Chloe and Haley, Haley. Um, Back to Love, Robert Glasper, same shit. Coco Jones, ICU, same shit. On My Mama, Victoria Monet, and Snooze by SZA. She's been uh, uh, getting different songs, a lot of different songs submitted. Yeah, for a lot of these, them, eh? yeah, yeah. It's pretty sick. She's almost that. To me, says she's pretty much going to clean up. I would say, hopefully. Um, Black. Okay, so this is best progressive R and B album. Black since I have a lover. I don't love that album. What's uh, progressive R and B? And I didn't like that album really either. It was, it was fine. Oh, it was pretty fucking mid. Honestly, Black is pretty great. Fine, like yeah. At best, it's like fine. Yeah, like yeah. we listened to it maybe twice, and we're like, no, we can't do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Diddy, the love album. That one was actually great. Apparently, it's really. I never listened to it. I need to. Oh, check it. Tiff fucking loves it. Was bumping. There's a few like slappers on there. Like, I I quite like it. Grew on me a lot, to be honest. It's very similar to a Khaled approach. Okay. I would say. So keep that in mind when you listen to it. Very pop and very like. And a lot of the same people repeating. And they're not all big names. There's a bunch of these people who are newer artists that I'd never heard of. And they're actually pretty fucking good. All I was thinking was like, I hope you don't fuck him over, did he? Jesus. Does he does he have his son on it? <laughs> I think so. King Combs, I think he goes King by. King Combs, yeah. Um I think so. I think so. Okay. Um we could double check that, but I'm pretty sure. Uh what else? Terrace Martin, James Fontaroy, album called Nova, Janelle Monet, Age of Pleasure, and Scissor. SOS. So that Scissor has to win that. Now, best R and B album as opposed to best progressive R and B album. Fucking I don't even okay. know. Okay. Babyface, sure. Coco Jones, Emily King, Victoria Monet, Summer Walker. Summer Walker's an interesting one. So oh, why is that R and B and not progressive? Least. Is that because it's slow? Fuck, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, here we go. this is it. Rapidy raps. Here we go. All right. So this is best rap performance. Okay. Uh, Baby Keem and Kendrick, the Hillbillies. Black That's Thought, fair. Love Letter. Drake and Twenty One, okay. uh, Rich Flex. Killer Mike sure. with Andre 3K, Future, and uh, Aaron Allen Kane, Scientists and Engineers, which is a great song, and Coiler Ray Players. Um, mm. It's like you can't <laughs> even like guess. Like The, the Killer Mike <coughs> song is fire because it's got an Andre 3K verse on it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Rich Flex, Flex is pretty... The biggest song that was a big song. Yeah, like it was huge. I'd say it's the biggest song by far out of all of these. By far, by far. yeah. So like, hope if, it is pretty new, so... Yeah, it's like pretty new, and it's weird. It's so I kind of feel kind of, kind of like grew on me. I kind of kind of liked it. Okay, so maybe it's yeah. when I grow up. But I, if Drake doesn't Drake in twenty one don't win that, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I would like Killer Mike to win, also because it's got future on it. Our, yeah, our interests are converging, my guy. That is wow. true. That is true. Yeah, we both want him to win. We all do. All of us do. All right. Mm-hmm. This is what I love about the Grammys: best melodic rap performance. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, because it separates everything, and this is what you're talking about, Dan. Because Scissors in this category for no fucking reason. So, I am confused. Why is Kill Bill an R and B song, and this song Low? Is it Low or Love? I can't read it. Low. low. Why is this not an R and B song, but it's a melodic rap song? There's no but reason they, for that. So, isn't Kill Bill more of a melodic rap song? You'd argue that, yeah, with an R and B hook. That I would I think this is shouldn't there be a future song in here or shouldn't it be like a, a ba- little Should baby be. or a fucking you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and even Doja Cat, like I don't know what song that is. I don't how know that song. She, but, how is she and Burner Boy, the sitting on top of the world. 
fucking great song. It is not melodic rap. It's Afrobeats. It's a different genre. Yeah, that's Afrobeats. Featuring a rapper. Like, that's ridiculous. This is this is making the Grammys look like clowns. Like, this hmm. is pretty crazy. They've always been clowns, dude. They've always been clowns. You're right, you're right, you're right. But it's like, this is really ridiculous. Like, I, I, you can't explain any of this. Because then it's also got mm. melodic rap, Drake oh. in 21, when they were just in the other category for Spin About You, which, cool, it's a bit more of a slower song or whatever, but... And even the All My Life, Lil Durk and Cole, it's just Is rap. That really? That's just rap. Like, even Durk, I didn't think had an auto-tune on this song. That was because he did a song rap. with Cole. Like, anyway, that's fucking the whole, that whole shit. Is whack. Um, now it's yeah, best, best rap, rap song. song. So Doja Cat again for attention. Uh, Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. Barbie World. Oh my god. That was super. For best big. rap song. Oh my god. Um, that's fucking bullshit. Lil Uzi Vert. That's just want to rock. That should oh, be in the melodic rap. That's gonna win. Rich Flex again in the Scientists and Engineers joint. Uh, Dad, dude, I, I this just, makes I just no sense. Rock will win that, but I don't know. It's not, it's not a rap song. Rap. It's not a rap song. Rap song it's not really melodic rap either. I don't really know what it is. Like, yeah, this is weird, man. But I no, think that's just one of what rock will win. It's so popular. It's so fucking... Yeah, I mean, if that's all that is popular, I don't even know how they even vote. Because I'm a voter. Yeah, I was a judge twice for the Juno, so I imagine they just have people like me who are in the recording academy and they just send them through as whoever people vote for. Because I don't know mm. who else there is. And I hear... Because I hear as well with um, uh, Juno's, there's like 10 judges for each category so like if i don't do my shit it actually really impacts it so like i imagine it's the same with this it's probably like 10 cunts deciding this 10 cunts and ten. what they do they give you a because i guess i can talk about it because <laughs> after the fact it's a 10 kind of um they give you like about a list of like 50 artists maybe right in the rmb okay. i've done rmb twice and they mm. uh they talk about um like I've got to go through there in alphabetical order. And sometimes I have one song. Sometimes I have three songs from an artist. So then like you go through, cause I think I'm p- picking like best R and B artist or whatever the fuck it is. Like whatever mm-hmm. it is. I don't think they have all of this deep as far as song and blah, blah, blah. So then you listen to the first round and there's like a shit ton. And you basically got to just listen to a little bit of everybody and you make like a top 10 and you shuffle it. Then like a month later, it's cut down to say 10. And then everyone's going to put that in an order. And then that's how you get your top five, your top five for the nominations, and then the winner. It's a lot. So it's a lot of work, but I know. A lot of work. So yeah. best rap album is Her Loss, uh, Kill mm-hmm, Mike, mm-hmm. Um, Metro Boomin, Heroes of Villains, mm-hmm. Nas, Kings Disease Three, Ah Ah Ah, and uh, Travis Scott mm-hmm. Utopia. This uh, is cool to me. This is cool because this is a mix of new stuff with with Metro and with say Drake. And then it's got mm-hmm. and, and Travis, and then it's got some boom bap with Killer Mike and Nas and stuff. Like, I I like this. This is my favorite one mm-hmm. so far. I think this is a pretty balanced. That's a pretty balanced. Yeah, list. Utopia takes it. I think. I don't know. I'd be surprised See, if it's between didn't. that and or her loss, for sure. villains. I think. I don't you think, think her loss wouldn't get it. No, I don't think it wow. would. I don't think it. Mm-hmm. Other than the biggest singles, I don't think it blew up like that in comparison mm. to. Heroes and Villains is everywhere. And same with Utopia is massive. That's definitely the best like album that's been released. So I don't know. Huh. Okay. Interesting. So that, that'll be an interesting one to watch. I think that's what mm. we care about. Uh, spoken word poetry. Sorry, no. Oh, Jay Ivy, good for you. Oh, that's it? That's, that's all we it. care about, huh? That's this it. little oh. jazz. Latin jazz. Latin jazz. Country. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, is it, we change this to a Latin jazz podcast, boys. Gospel. We could. That's oh, easy. Gospel. Too. Let's see. Let's see. See, I want oh, Kanye. Oh, Where's Kanye? No, Kanye's yeah, on yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. I don't see Kanye. Right into no, it. No, no, no. Rough that, rough that. Contemporary Christian music performance or song. Ooh. Yay, no yay, and we off that. Okay, uh, best okay. gospel album, no yay, we off that. Contemporary <laughs> Christian, no yay. Oh, Lecrae's in there. Church Close 4. like that. Oh, four. Roots Gospel. What the fuck is Roots Gospel? Oh, Root your gospel, mate. All right, that's enough of that. So uh, anyway, that's the Grammy, so that's fun. Uh, what else we good got? Stuff. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, I guess. I guess it's good stuff. Um, okay, let's just quickly run. Th- oh no, we're doing our right after time. Uh, Bill. Okay, so UFC two ninety five. Um, oh, you guys can wow. talk about it. I watched it, but I was like high, and I had my mother in law here, so I was like, wow. the whole thing I want to say was Bill Burr's wife threw the double bird to. Oh, I saw um, that Trump. I saw that to and Trump. now anyone, everyone's mad at uh, her and Bill Burr. And then Trump got a, a massive. So I saw the video today because Dan, you were saying when we were texting, watching it, you were like, "Yo, they're going nuts for Trump." What the fuck? I had it on silence. Yeah, it, it was I never. So it was fun. And this was in New like, York. Kid Rock and the other cast, yeah. dude. Can't uh, Tucker yeah, Carlson. Yeah. Tucker the like, goat. They were the goat. Every single time Trump <laughs> was on like the the big screen on the TV. Everyone was going crazy. Like, it was more of a pop than any fighter, any other celebrity. Like, it was it was crazy. Like, I was, I I was like, it? wow. Should I say mm-hmm. it? It's, it's going to happen. Know. It's going to happen. So. Don't I say it? I won't say it. Should I say it? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I won't say it. But you guys know. But it's, no. it's still, it's still, we know. We know what's going to happen. You two know, but does the world know? We say uh, it a little. That's right. Anyway. Fucking hell. That's but so still, funny. That's about punchy so fighties. Yeah. It was so fucking good. Every fight, fight cool. every fight, no fight went to decision. Every fight was a knockout. It was yeah, so it was. fucking good. But it I didn't know any of these cuts. Like, was anything like an upset or like a like? Oh, f- um, and if let me say upset wise, not necessarily. But let's say for example, okay, so the main event Pereira won, won by knocking him out, but then. Hmm. It was kind of like the the guy who Pereira was fighting, he just relinquished his belt because of an injury. He wasn't shit. He didn't lose. He was so good. And then Pereira absolutely schooled him. Gotcha. And then everyone was like, whoa, okay, like he is the real deal because Pereira, Pereira used to fight a middleweight, but you see he's massive. He struggled to make weight every time because he's a, he's a 200-pounder. Like and you can't go down to one eighty just that that easy. So twenty pounds is a lot. Yeah, fuck. that's a lot. But it's more than two hundred. Uh, it's more more than twenty pounds. Yeah. What's use. the next? Um, he went to one eighty for this. He no he so he's a he went like heavyweight, which is I believe it's two hundred and five. So Let Rogan always says there should be extra weight classes. He said the UFC weight classes are ridiculous, and you're forcing people to do the dehydration to lose the yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. It like and then they have to quickly rehydrate before a fight and it fucks them up. Like it's not good for your body. So they're saying oh, boxing has much smarter uh, weight divisions, which would allow the UFC to sort of be a lot more uh, probably like helpful for the fighters and stuff. Because it seems like a big obviously it's a tax on your body because you're getting your shit kicked out here and you're kicking the shit out of someone else. Like like it, it's bad. It's let bad. cunts you know <laughs> make make it more make it easier. Make them every ten pounds or something like no, that, so everyone will fit in something. <laughs> The, the difference <clears throat> between like some of the categories is crazy. 
like middleweight to light heavyweight is crazy. That's 185 pounds to 205 pounds. Yeah, so 20, that's 20 pounds. pounds of muscle. We're saying fat. That, this is muscle in these men. It's, it's different. That's a lot. It's different. But then the difference between light heavyweight and heavyweight is 60 pounds. So it's that's like you'll huge. never be able to do that. What if you're in the middle? You either got to lose 30 or put on 30. You're, yeah, exactly. That's incredible. But that's why it's dumb. It's that's what Rogan was saying. That's why so. it's dumb. Yeah, it's insane. Okay. 30 is too much. There should be a class in the middle between those mm. two. Yeah, yeah. The the one where they do have a in between is the welterweight, I guess, because welterweight is fifteen pounds below middleweight, and it's fifteen pounds above lightweight. It'll, so it'll just guess, mean more fights. They'll have they'll have more fucking yeah, paper, yeah. more bottom line. They don't like. They should have done it ages Great ago. Great point. Why is, more fights, why is more Dana, cards. Why is Dana White yeah. slipping on that one? He's like a fucking, you know, he's not shit. Yeah, yeah. He only cares yeah. about money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so. bro, why, why'd they take Nostogi to be like, hey, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should. Fuck. You should do it. Anyway, I should get him on the, the I'll, get, I'll get Dana on the blow and be like, listen, bro. Just tweet him, bro. Make yeah, a couple true. of, yeah, true. Make a couple of uh, extra, yeah. extra fucking things. So, yeah, Dan, would you fight in USD, mate? Would you fight, mate? I would like to. Yeah, why not? Fuck it, I would, but I'd lose. But like, yeah, I feel choice. like getting yeah, true. Well, getting prepared for the fights is what I fear more than actually fighting. Is what I think. It's a lot. Training is. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. That's years. I'm just like, oh, I can't do that, man. Yeah. I don't want to hurt people. Really, I don't want to get hurt. I don't. I don't, I don't want to get. I don't get hurt. I don't yeah. get hurt. That's the main thing. Yeah. And uh, what else happened? Being injured sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being injured sucks. It's, it's the worst. And uh, the co-main event, the heavyweight fight, the person who won, Tom Aspinall, the UK guy, mm -hmm. he took the fight on two weeks' notice. I did So that's that. like uh, pretty much an upset, I guess. And then I guess everyone thought of the Benoit Saint-Denis fight, the one where the French guy knocked out the American guy. I don't think anyone expected that to end like that. I feel right. like people thought it would be more of a contest, but then this Benoit guy is like serious. So, okay. but he yeah, like Benoit. overall, it was so good. Just oh, a yeah. knockout in every single fight. It was so good. It was. It was entertaining. Such a good event. Such a good. And the next one, the final one for the year, is in Las Vegas, which is the fight capital. And where? When is that uh, event? That is December sixteenth. Oh shit! Okay, like right before and, Christmas. Uh, yeah, Leon Edwards is fighting Colby Covington, so it's gonna be That'd so be good, good. Fuck yeah, so Leon's good. Cool. And to Tony Ferguson fighting Paddy Plimbit, which is like gonna Ooh, be a heard sick of Tony. fight. All right, both of them are so good, so it's gonna be amazing. And then the one after that is in Toronto. So we were talking about we that. Do. Yeah, next year we'll see what the prices are because uh, we're saying in Miami, I remember it being wild expensive for nosebleeds, yeah. and I know it's a long event, so I understand that's probably why it's more expensive. Like it's like mm -hmm. an eight hour event. It's not like an hour and a half where you pull up, you buy a beer, you watch the show, you dip. Like mm -hmm. this is like some serious dedication. So um we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. So okay, that's fun. Um we'll see. all right, last couple of things before we I guess we won't have time for the tier list this week. Um yeah. but it's okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh so the one thing that was interesting that uh I think Dan you sent it through was Good Kid Mad City. Mm -hmm is the longest charting rap album of all time with over 500 weeks in the Billboard 200. And it's the 15th longest charting album of any genre um, with over 550 weeks of 
probably or maybe some of it was outside of the 200 so that's probably why mm-hmm. it's uh, still technically on the chart but just not within the 200 so that's pretty crazy longest charting of all really time crazy. that's been, from uh, 2012 that's, came, yeah 10, 2012 it's a long time very cool very very cool mm-hmm. um what else was interesting here uh doc does this video i don't know if we saw it but doc told a story how he basically co-wrote the a number g thing verse for snoop because he said when he, when he met snoop that they were um snoop was like he could rap but he couldn't write a verse for shit like he couldn't didn't know how to structure a song and stuff so he sent him mm-hmm. off to write the g thing verse and he came back and he had to like all right see that part here that should go at the top here then you take this there that's how it that's how it's like like my do g doc no one could do it better because he's like yeah i put my name in it so that's why you put that line in it. Um, but he helped him write it all. It's really interesting when you hear, like, you know, Snoop must have been 20, whatever, younger, mm. 18, and just coming in, can rap, but couldn't really put a thing together. So you had to show him how to actually, like, you know, put the verse together for a classic song, which is even more yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's like a big, big song as well. Yeah. So. And you just think that it just comes right out, but like, nah, like, even cats like Snoop needed help, you know, being mm-hmm, piecing it mm-hmm, all together, mm-hmm. which is uh, very interesting. Um, and maybe we'll wrap it up on this one. So one of the posts that we had in our chat was just the top five producers of all time. Okay. Um, I think this is more so than rappers, probably a more, more subjective thing. Okay. I feel like maybe there's a little more, I feel like it's like, it's like, who do you like? Cause like, I feel like it's like, I mean, maybe it's equally as subjective. I don't know, but just feel to me. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I have more of an. If I think of the goat rappers, I have very obvious people in mind with the goat producers. I feel like there's like, well, who do I like? Because everyone's gonna say like Primo or something, but not everybody thinks. No, most people don't know who fucking Primo is outside of hip hop circles type of shit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. but you know what I mean. So I feel like it's just less obvious. So I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys have like. I don't think I've ever put like a top five producers list together. Top um, five is hard. But yeah, uh, so difficult to get at least well, to difficult. No, let's do five. Uh, let's make it. Let's make it. Okay, so the first question Does anybody have a clear number one? I do, yeah. Well, I don't think I have an order, but yeah, like, there's so. definitely some you know, people have a you know, easy in. Like, I know what you're going to say, and I agree that he's number one. Well, I mean. But yeah, this is what exactly. I'm saying. This is why I think it's more subjective. I feel like it's way more subjective. Like Kanye is easily my the greatest producer of all time for me. Like, <laughs> zero question. I don't know. This is like my top five. Kanye, 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 Kanye. Yeah. Um, yeah right. Academic shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. But after definitely, you would have to uh, be. A- Yay, Dr. Dre, Metro Boomin, Mad Lib, so many people. I mean Timberland. Timberland, hundred percent. For sure. Hundred percent. Timberland, Pharrell. Pharrell, not for me at all. Pharrell wouldn't even be in my top fifty. I don't rate Pharrell at all. He's one of the most prolific producers at one point in time. Like you know, he had the most hits. He destroyed the the charts. Yeah, he owned that shit. Neither the fucking nut, but (laughs) he deserves that. I don't particularly like his beats, but he could be one of the best because he's done the most and had such a run like right. how many can't do that but like not that i don't particularly like love his shit i think there's way better producers that i sorry there's other producers that i like way more than pharrell but if we're talking about who's the goat you gotta look at i'm, I'm looking at it from that lens so like mm-hmm. pharrell's gotta be in the question are you fucking like stupid like that's massive he's huge he's 
absolutely like. I agree foundation. with that. I'm sentiment. thinking about cor- cornerstone producers like. So you then, know, like, pull it back. That's, that's why. That's why uh, Premiere would be there. Do but, an opinion. Do your opinion. So as opposed to who? Okay, who's who's the who's my favorite flavors? Not who's the goat. Of, of, in considering all the criteria, who's I think flavor? that's exactly right because I think you're correct. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you'd have Sick. to mention Kanye and Pharrell would be to and Dre probably be the top three of all that's time right, or yeah, something yeah. in hip hop history type of shit. Maybe Timberland, yeah, but then Timberland they might sure. not be your favorite. So I just think I don't, I think this, this this conversation is more interesting to me because I want to hear what people's favorites are because then you can argue and I think the arguing is fun debating. Great because I want I won't do any notes at all. Like as far as the other list we're you know referencing now, yeah. I'm going to do like completely different shit. It's like I like the flavors of this guy because they've done this because they've done that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. On the flavors, like, um, um, but so, yeah, okay. So, who we start with? Me? Yeah, Dan, you start first. No order. Nick, I'm not too sure order yet. But uh, Dre, RZA, Kanye West, Metro. And uh, um, oh, Timberland. Hmm. That's the five. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good list. That's um, five for sure. Nose, do you have a list, or do you need to kind of look at it? Um, am I doing okay? So just like uh, your personal Notion Baby dot coms favorite producers top five of all time no particular order i don't care about order. Yeah, no no particular order so unless Kanye, you have like a number one you can say that too because that's the easiest but that's yeah so kanye um for me premiere because the way i make beats uh-huh. um knots incredible that's a good one uh black milk could even be in the fucking mix shit like, that's unbelievably a great one. eclectic phenomenal fucking goodness me um and Timbo. Mm. Just because the flavors of all those guys are just so like pause, like really good. Like I don't, they're just like, I don't know. They cover a lot of the basis of the, the, the things. But yeah, but also I would have, you know, honorable mention Odyssey. Love that, that his production's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, Eggwood, like he's gotten so much better. My buddy Eric has gotten so much better. And I love the way he's getting familiar with the machine and getting all the hands on bringing little tools and fucking other electronics into his sound design and his uh arrangements and everything it's amazing so yeah yeah shit like that like you know the the black milk thing was kind of like because he does everything man he does full dirty boom bap detroit motown soul shit that we love and adore and grew up on Mm. then he does all psychedelic funk things with synth exploring guitars and everything like he's just He's got that vibe. His new shit that just came out, I can't remember the fucking name off top, but it's just, it's filthy. He's super under the radar and like, and also with Knots too. He did so much early yeah. Buster stuff. He did heaps of co-productions with heaps of people. Knots has a flavor that no one really has. That's why he's amazing. Mm. Alchemist, Evidence. Yeah. Love those producers. Like, you know, that's where I get all my flavors from, from Notion Beats production specifically like those all those people are mentioned to have a sprinkle of you know in my shit Pete oh, Rock wow. hmm. oh uh, Boy Things Wonder like that. Boy yeah, Wonder's Boy fucking Wonder. amazing yeah. New stuff. Boy Wonder he I actually have a lot of Boy Wonder sounds uh, from his, you know, his, his kits that he releases right so I've made a bunch of beats some of the sounds have been used on our shit before uh, it's all mm-hmm. royalty free, whatever those like kits that he put out ages ago. And like some of them, the sound quality is really nice. So, yeah, boy, wonderful. Mm, yeah. 40. 40, yeah. 40. I completely forgot. 
okay, I need to change my list. I need to take Rizza out and put 40 in. Yeah. Riz is also play. a cornerstone for me too. Like he's got some of the most like Riz authentic flavors as far sick. as you know producer. He's like amazing too. But yeah, it's there's so many dudes to give flowers to. Like, um, like well, obviously, from, like yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, go on. I was just gonna say the South producers, like you know, dude, Depends Manny Fresh, shit. you know. Yeah. But it's not my shit. But like those guys are fucking awesome too. But um, I found like a Reddit thread that people are talking about it, so it gave me some ideas. So. Obviously, yeah, Kanye yeah. is my number one, but another personal favorite is Soon. S O H N. He's oh, like, yes, he does English stuff guy. for everybody. British dude, he's fucking crazy. Um, this list is so fucking. And now I'm like annoyed because I see what you talk about with like the the top ten versus that. People are mentioning cool name like Timbo would be in mind for sure. But yeah. um, I probably would do something like maybe even um, Havoc. Mob Deep. Oh, good one. Of all of that. Mention. Yeah. And then probably someone even like Scott Storch because of all the root oh, shit. Good one. Even and though he's not stuff. a producer, he's a keyboard player, so that probably doesn't count. Um, He's like a, a and, producer. He did stuff with the roots and everything. Like he did, even though he was just playing keys, he did make some beats as well. He wasn't okay. just doing so he wasn't doing that. Um, Quick or Dre yeah. would be my, to round that out. Um, DJ Quick, yeah. Uh, oh, Dr. Dre, it's hard to tell. But a few other names on this list as well. No ID. Great one. Of course. High Tech. Blaze. High Tech. Just Blaze. Just Blaze was the other one. Just Blaze was the other oh, one. Um, Daz from the Dog Pound. Um, uh, Beat Miners. Mike Dean. Um, Rick Rubin. Oh Jake, God, Jake Rick. One. Um, DJ oh, Muggs from Cypress Hill. Warren G. Warren G's produced some classic shit. Uh, mm. Q-Tip. From Tribe, Devonte yeah, Swing from Jodeci. Jodeci, um, crazy. So the Adilla, none of us have said Dilla. Dilla, yeah. Um, I should have said New Harbors. Yeah, man. Apollo Brown. Apollo Brown, of course. Unbelievable. Knowledge from like uh, from Anderson Park. Anderson Park, LP from Run the Jewels, as you know, uh, Company Flow. Um, Kenny Beats, that dude that you watch. Dude, love. Whoa, Kenny. Oh, this is the one. Ninth wonder. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe so fun know. fact. I had to forget that. So fucking, he should have been next door to fucking Primo almost when uh, yeah. I did the flavor part. But like, yeah, notion of ninth mixtape. Come on, bro. Let's go. Yeah. He's, he's one of the bigger pro- uh, production. It, I mean, if I had a production influence list, it would be different to what the flavors I uh, said were. Yeah. So it's but like, a, still ninth, that's it's what like, I was like. It's cornerstone for me too. Yeah. As, as like a friend, as like a fan, like what was your fave? So anyway, that was, that was pretty, pretty I don't really fun. have much this else to add here. This is like, dude, like, yeah, that's this, is solid, solid this is a pretty list. And they all, I feel like between all of us, there's a nice bunch of like eclectic, new, older, you know, soulful, you know, like crazy shit. Like even Travis Scott, I guess you could argue like his stuff too. Oh right? yeah, you know, true, Big true, bangers, true. like a bit of everything all in all these lists. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't see this camera's about to die, so let's take the old screener. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, <clears throat> what am I going to do? Oh. After this, I'm going to get a Bevo. Yeah. I've been done for the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go back to babies. There we go. All right. Rachel Carl, look at that advertising. That's soft. Love it. Um, great episode, boys. Daniel, where can everyone find you online? Uh, HTFGXMING Instagram, Twitch, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, I like it. I like it. Notion, Notion. Get a dog through you uh, at Notion Baby on Instagram, 
Twitter and Facebook, uh, at NotionMTB on Instagram and YouTube. Holla at your motherfucking boy. Yes. Uh, you can get me CWFOR, Twitter, Instagram, CWTMF, Facebook, TikTok. Guys, uh, thank you for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the fummies, hit the subbies, fummies. hit that belly. Ding dong. And uh, follow us everywhere at the Movement Fam, at Bad Habits Pod on Instagram. Uh, new episodes every Monday. Um, subscribe, five stars everywhere. You know the vibe. And actually, I'm going to end it on a little something fun. Did everyone see Notion what grab his nuts? Why, why, why is that? What the hell is that? What the fuck is that? What? That's so a screen grab. Everyone take a screenshot. Everyone take a screenshot. Oh my goodness. This is our song called Shine. Huh? You can explain it. quickly. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, we did a, a, song, a song called Shine with the Bodega Brothers from uh, the States, um, Dallas and Atlanta represent us. We did a bunch of tours, what, 2014 with everyone, my, my Clarity, blah, 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 uh, Rel and that. And then this is some B-roll from a studio in Kingston. Shout out to uh, our boy uh, Thomas Shaver. And um, we basically, oh, wow, dude, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom in on the monster. So we were doing some, you know, filming and whatever. This happened to be B-roll that got into the video clip. So I'm standing there holding my junk and the, face, the look at my face is clean. Like, Don't worry oh, about wow. it. Well, yeah, thanks for putting me on blast, actually, mate. No, you're right, wow. mate. No worries. Just wanted to show that off. And <laughs> no. uh, with that, you're fucked. We'll see you next <laughs> week. Hey. Wow. My dong got a lot of screen time. That was quite impressive. Hey. Oh, yeah. Is Big that uh, dong's episode name? We should remake that. Yeah. Because of fuck. Because of fuck. That's been episode 140, whatever it was, three or some shit. Get a dog up, yeah. Catch a car.